Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of the 5-Minute Drill. I'm your host, Simran Sandhu, and today I'm joined by Joel Peterson. Joel is the former chairman of JetBlue Airways, the founding partner and chairman of Peterson Partners, an award-winning professor at the Stanford Graduate School of Business, and author of two books, one of which was just released titled Entrepreneurial Leadership. The Art of Launching New Ventures, Inspiring Others, and Running Stuff. Now, before we get started, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Folks, interest rates are at all-time lows right now, and Bank of England Mortgage is your local mortgage family, offering you the best service around. Call or text for a quote today at 317-503-4052 or visit boend.com. Well, Joel, it's an absolute pleasure to have you join us today, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Great to be with you, Simran. So, Joel, let's get right into it. You recently retired as the chairman of JetBlue Airways after being in the role for over a decade, so I'm curious to hear about how you successfully navigated the airline industry, but also what makes running an airline more challenging compared to other companies you've been a part of? Well, the airline industry is a capital-intensive, regulated industry, uh, and uh, it's highly competitive. So it's a little bit like the real estate industry that I used to be in. I used to tell people it was an IQ test to go into both of those industries. But, uh, you know, it serves customers. And any time that you interface with customers, you have a chance to build a brand. So you have a chance to delight people and to build loyalty. So to me, the key was JetBlue creating a long-term contract covenant with the people that flew it. And so that was really the the main idea. Right. And it's so important to have a customer-centric approach, but the entire industry has faced such a significant external challenge with the virus. So in your perspective, what does the future of the airline industry look like? Well, so I think it's uncertain to just about everybody in the industry. The question will be, how quickly do people get comfortable that it's safe? Uh, It's typically been the safest form of travel on the planet. But now we have this new thing that's the health concern. Is it safe from a health standpoint? So we're responding to that by taking temperatures, wearing masks, sanitizing planes, uh, making sure we have HEPA filters so that the air is the cleanest possible. We're not selling our middle seats here through the end of September. So there's a bunch of things that we're doing. If the if the uh, consuming public can get comfortable again, that this is really a very safe thing to do, People want to travel. They want to be with families. They want to have weddings where they gather. Uh, They want to have adventures. So it's really just a question of how soon do people feel that things are safe. Joel, I think that makes a lot of sense. So I appreciate you sharing that. But if we were to switch gears here, you're also the founding partner and chairman of a very large investment firm. So I would like to know more about how you've changed your approach or just the general criteria you use when it comes to investing during this uncertain climate. Well, I think you have to take into account all we know about the future. Um, And I think one of the things we know is that uh, companies are going to be dependent on technology. I think there'll be a lot of existing industries that are disrupted by technology. So I think you want to think about how will technology impact those industries. Uh, One of my main ways of investing has been to uh, identify phenomenal entrepreneurs. I think great entrepreneurs tend to succeed in good times and bad. And so I think it's going to take entrepreneurial leaders 
to come out of this uh, COVID period and rethink, reimagine their businesses. So I've always been a big believer in backing people more than ideas. Most ideas morph over time. Very few business plans make it all the way from raising capital to operations. Uh, but the great entrepreneurs, the great entrepreneurial leaders are the ones who can morph those. I do think that in times like these, the strong will get stronger and the weak will get weaker. So I think you want to think about people who can build a moat, deepen the moat, widen the moat, and create a, an enduring business. Sure. And if you were to put your professor or author hat on, I know you just wrote a book dedicated to entrepreneurial leadership. So what would be your advice to students or professionals thinking about their next step, whether it's creating a new business or as simple as trying to develop new skills? So in this book, I outline really the four uh, peers that you need to drill all the way to bedrock if you want to build an enduring company. I thought I had I thought I had released this book at the worst possible moment in the history of the world. There's not a bookstore open. Uh, I actually think the timing may not be bad a few months from now when people are emerging from this and having to think like entrepreneurs again. And, and again, the four peers that I talk about are trust. You've got to build a high trust culture and organization. You've got to have clarity around your mission. What is it that you're actually providing to people? Uh, you've got to put the best possible team on the field at all times, and then you have to execute to perfection. And there are ways to do that. There are checklists. Just like pilots have checklists when they fly, there are checklists for executing to perfection. And so I think those four things will actually really become the blocking and tackling going forward. I think we'll, we'll not need as many political leaders, presiders, administrators, managers, but we will need uh, entrepreneurial leaders to lead us out of this. Well, Joel, thank you so much for sharing all of those wonderful insights. It's been a great time not only speaking, but also having the opportunity to learn from you today. My pleasure, Simran. Look forward to talking again. And that's a wrap for the 5-Minute Drill this week. As always, I hope everyone has a great weekend. And if you've got a few extra moments, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Take care, listeners, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.